Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through Matthew 13. We've just finished the parable of the sower, the parable of the seeds, the parable of the soil. Jesus then turns around immediately after explaining that parable and presents another parable to them. Okay, And this is uh, to the disciples, probably, I think the context of what's going on here. This is Matthew chapter 13, verse 24. Listen to this. <coughs> Jesus presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went away. But when the wheat sprouted and bore grain, then the tares became evident also. The slaves of the landowner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The slave said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, no, no. For while you are gathering up the tares, <coughs> you may uproot the wheat with them. Allow both to grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First, gather up the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them up. But gather the wheat into my barn. So what is Jesus saying here? He actually gives a series of parables here in this 13th chapter of Matthew. Remember what's going on. He's already told him uh, one parable, the parable of the sword, and he told him what the purpose was of speaking in parables, that those who uh, uh, saw with their eyes would not see, and when they hear they would not understand because they would not believe. But they were blessed that they were the ones that did see, that did hear. And so he gives an interpretation of that parable of the seed, of the sower, of the soils. Now he comes along and gives immediately after a parable of the weeds. You don't really hear a lot of uh, sermons on the parable of the weeds, do you? Not with that title, at least. So the idea of what happens here is that he's showing them that something is happening here within the kingdom, and we need to expect something. And he tells them, hey, a man comes along, and he sows good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, the enemy comes along and he sows tares. T-A-R-E-S. Now, what is a tear? Uh, it's really the word darnell. And it's literally a weed, but it looks like wheat. And so it looks the same as wheat while it's growing and everything. But when the fruit comes forth, you realize, wait a minute, this is not, this is not wheat. This is a tear. And that you know, they grow together, and all of a sudden it becomes apparent, wait a minute, a lot of this right here is not wheat. What should we do? Well, the slaves ask the landowner, you know, what do we do with this? You want us to rip it out? And he says, no, 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 don't rip it out. Because if you do that, you may cause harm to the wheat. Just know this, that when it all comes to fruition, when the time of gathering comes, I will send my slaves out. They'll bind up the false stuff, and we'll throw it in the fire, Okay. But the real stuff, 
the wheat will take in to the barn. So what's the picture here? Why is Jesus saying this? I think he's letting us know a couple of things, uh, a couple of large levels. Uh, within the kingdom, you're going to have those that are tares. You're going to have those that are faking it. You're going to have those that profess to be believers, but they're not believers. They're going to be religionists. They're going to look good. Boy, they're going to sound good. They might even sound better and act better than people who are actually truly born again. But they are not born again. They are tares. They're not the real thing. And so Jesus says, no, you know, don't, don't worry about it. Be aware that I have forewarned you. So does that mean that we just are lackadaisical about it? And if somebody we know is a tear and it's being disruptive and causing trouble that we don't do anything about it? No, 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 no. no. Other portions of the scripture tells us to uh, uh, what to do with people who profess one thing and yet are another. They're causing harm to the body. Okay, the Scripture tells us how to handle these things and what to do if we'll look at it. But there's something interesting here that is unsaid, and uh, it, at least in this parable, but I'm thinking it's a little hint right here. You know, I could be wrong on this. I don't know. But when you sit there and, and, and Jesus says, you know, no, no, no. While you're gathering up the tares, you may uproot the wheat with them. You see that Jesus' care and concern is upon the wheat. He doesn't want the wheat to be harmed or hurt. Now, can the tares harm or hurt the wheat? Oh, yeah. But going in there boldly and ripping things up, just back and forth, back and forth, could also cause harm to the wheat. I think there also may be a hint of a picture right here that a tear can become a wheat. You know? And again, with parables, you don't push the pictures too far, okay? But all of us at some point in time were unbelievers until we responded to the prompting of the Holy Spirit and we believed and we became new creatures and new creations. So can a terror become a wheat? Not in the natural. In the spirit realm, can they? Yeah, someone who is not a believer, not a real thing, will become, yeah. And so if you go along, you're ripping all these tares out. Well, perhaps somebody, you know, will become a wheat. Now, again, people can extrapolate this and read way too much into it. I've got a friend right now that he, he's, he's on a roll with certain sins, certain sins, okay? And he just thinks it's fine for anybody with these certain sins. He wants them in church. He says, I just want to love them. I want them sitting next to me in church. I want them in church. I know what he means by that. Okay, I really do. But I also know that just sitting in church does not make you a believer any more than sitting in the garage makes you a car, okay? And so he thinks if they're just sitting there, they're going to be all right, and they're eventually going to believe. No. And these, in this particular case, and the things that he's dealing with, all you're doing is you're enabling them to think that they are okay before God, and they're not. Because you cannot come along and go about religious activities and do religious things and yet retain your favorite sin. You can't come along and say, okay, yeah, I'm a believer. I believe in Jesus Christ. You know, I'm active in my local church. I do this, I do that. But you know what? I'm still a thief. That's how I make my living. I'm a thief. No, you can't do that. Because Scripture says, you who used to steal, steal no longer. You can't come along and say, you know, that I'm a believer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I am a gossip, and I love the gossip. This is my major form of entertainment, my life. And I, I love the gossip, and I love to tell lies. I know people right now that are in church leadership, high positions of church leadership. I've experienced them, folks. High position of church leadership that their pattern and practice behavior of life is that they lie. 
I mean, they just say whatever they think needs to be said at that moment in time to communicate and to do whatever they want to do. And apparently they think nothing of it. I mean, just cold-hearted lying. Such are not wheat. Such are not of the kingdom. The scripture tells us liars will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And so what Jesus is saying is don't be surprised that when the, the kingdom has come along and good seed is sown right here, that the evil one, an enemy, will come along and will sow tares, will sow tares. But keep pressing on. Keep pressing home on in the harvest and leave it up to the Lord. At the last, when it's all said and done, he's the one that will send forth the reapers that will gather together the tares, bind them into bundles, throw them in the fire to burn them up. But they are also the ones that will gather the wheat and bring the wheat into my barn, as the landowner said here, into the mansions that the Lord is preparing for us. Matthew 13, 26, the parable of the, the uh, what's actually, uh, verse 24, the parable of the weeds. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.